to episode 114 of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast featuring the return from vacation. The Sovereign Soundboard is back, ladies and gentlemen. He missed y'all. He is here. He is in the building. His cousin, Spooky Soundboard, took over. And now, like, he enjoyed his vacation so much, he talking about, like, maybe I should take December off, too. I got some other cousins that could come in. So okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see about that. So I don't know, but he's back for November, though. We good. We good to go. That's what I'm talking about, man. Yes, sir. Welcome back, Sovereign Soundboard. I'm so excited. I missed him. Uh, as always, you can find us on most platforms, streaming podcasts, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Spreaker, Verbal, Podpage, among others. If you're listening on iTunes, though, give us that five-star review, please. Links to all the platforms are available at ykwrestling.com. And there are merch uh, at ykwrestling.com. We got the Black Lives Matter shirts black and white we got it in black and pink we got it in gray and pink wolf pack designs possibly coming soon i just y'all gotta want it though you want it get it cracking uh if you follow us on twitter join us on social media using the hashtag ykwpod as always i am the thespian tc fontaine i'm joined by ravishing reek rude that's my co-host mr 24 7 Yet again, is not here. I don't know where he at. Maybe one day he might. Maybe he'll show up, but uh, you know, before the end of the year. But you know what? We need to get him back on soon. Cause uh, remember them predictions that he made about people going to other places. Mm-hmm. That list start to pile up real quick. Yeah, we need some updates. Like, I, I there's at least two that I know that he had on that list that went out the door this week. Oni. So. And who else? No, nah, it was Omni, me and you, McKeith Lee. I think Kevin oh, okay. was on there, too. Oh, 24-7 Stradamus in the building. Right. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, I, I am just going to start it off uh, and get this out of the way. I'm trying to get this out of the way for, like, the past 24 hours. I'm packing uh, the edits, guess what? Peasants, few peasants. Wreak havoc. Bring that ass here, boy. Bring that ass here, boy. You showed up late <laughs> to our podcast yesterday. <laughs> over an hour. You showed up over an hour late. We was just in there chilling. <laughs> and that is why I talk so much, because I had been talking for a whole hour. <laughs> And I was already 
just in the zone. And it was hard to get me out of it. Now, if you would have showed up on time, I would have stayed on track. So I'm blaming you, sir. But it's real brief. It's peasant of the week. is non-canon, so you're not going to go into the history books. But yeah. fuck around and find out. You're late again. I might have to That's keep crazy. you there permanently. That's crazy. <laughs> Getting that out the way. Uh, I didn't even know this was coming. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking we go into the actual one. I'm like, hold up. It was crazy. I thought oh, you knew man. that that was coming because like you started laughing as I started playing the sound. Yeah, because I, 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 I thought you was getting into the, the, the one that we had discussed before this. Oh, no. So I was like, okay, all right, we can get that. I have, I have an order of succession on my notes, and that's coming oh. up. But yeah, it's getting that out the way. Uh, anyway, how you doing? You on time today? I, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, this is this, this, a... It's a pretty decent Sunday, so I'm, I'm cool today. Cool, man. Uh, what you been watching, bro? You been checking out anything on, on the cock? On Peacock? No, but I did go finally catch the, the steroid trial or Dark Side okay. of the Ring. Man. You boy calling motherfuckers liars on here? I, I, I tell you. <laughs> I, 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 I seen a lot of these situations that, you know, they it, they, they make it seem like it's something out of a movie, but this one was like, you talking about you got basically he's saying Vince had enough strings that he was sending people up to people's houses talking about this is bad neighborhoods for them. Like, hey, come on, bro, come on, man. Hey, and, you know he did work in New York. I mean, never know. Like, this dude is a Dude's a wrestling promoter. He, he talking about what that like he, he in the mob. Like, come on, yo, it, it should go hand in hand though, low key, because like it's kind of like boxing. Same thing. That shit was ran by the mafia up until what 20, 30 years ago? Not twenty years ago, but like 35, 40 years ago, maybe. Yeah, like boxing. That shit was actually much worse in the territory. So like, he oh. probably had some residuals. <laughs> you never know. Uh, and and once again, once again, fucking David, David, man. See, like I said, can't he, he was calling motherfuckers shut. liars. Can't keep his mouth. Listen, he was calling I know, somebody else I know a liar. he was lying. I know he was lying, right? But you on national TV, you know what I'm saying? Let the man cat. You sitting up there. Oh, that, that that's not what you told me. <laughs> you you gonna be the next one to get that hit put on you, bro? This why this why motherfuckers don't like you now, right? They don't. They really don't. But uh, yeah, I uh, I know I said I was going to watch Survivor Series '98. Well, it was really only one thing I wanted to see from Survivor Series '98, and that was the main event: Rock beating Mankind for the championship. And uh, WWE they dropped a, a Best of the Rock playlist, and that match was like the second one on there. So I didn't need to go watch the whole pay per view. I watched uh, maybe like the first hour of uh, Best of the Rock. They had like one of his first matches with Triple H on there. It was on an episode of Monday Night Raw. It's actually a Thursday Live Raw in like 1996. So that match was on there. Uh, him and Triple H was looking mad young. And then we fast forward to SummerSlam when him and Triple H was in that ladder match at Madison Square Garden. That shit was epic as fuck. Uh, 
probably one of the most underrated ladder matches. I, I, I remember I used to watch that match all the time on the rocks. Mm-hmm. Know your role, VHS. I said VHS, right. that's showing my age. Yeah, I used to yep. watch the match all the time on that on that tape. So right. I haven't seen it in a while, forgot about it. And I was like, yeah, I remember I used to love this match and it held up. They don't talk about it that much. Which like you would think, man, the Rock and Triple H for the Intercontinental title in a ladder match at Madison Square Garden on SummerSlam, and they don't talk about that match, missing out. But that's yeah, that's why that's why y'all got to know y'all history always. Why y'all Speaking know your history? Speaking of history, we got trivia coming up. Yeah, on November thirtieth. Uh, yeah. we get we got we got we got stipulations for this, right? Oh yeah. Name yours. Well, we, we we know what yours is. I got I got a special one for you. But but you 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 tell tell the people what, what you got. You got two. So uh if you don't know, it's a wrestling trivia with the Smack Raw podcast, not the Pornhub one, but that other one with a similar name. Uh Smack Raw podcast doing wrestling trivia. I won the inaugural trivia game. Uh was it was a Kenny for your thoughts? I, I don't know his at name because it, it, to me it looked like a bunch of letters jumbled up. But a Kenny for your thoughts, and uh, he won the second one. And Enrique, with assistance from your boy, I, I, I don't think you can see the chat, but I was in the chat giving him answers, and I, I was helping him out when it was his turn only, giving him answers. He won the third game, so now get a battle of the champions. And uh, me and Reed going uh, up, you know. So the stipulation is whoever gets the most points, like me and him don't necessarily got to win. Whoever, this is a competition between us. Uh, on the side, if I get the most points, my guy has to come on this show on the very next episode. And you will acknowledge Tony D'Angelo every single week until WrestleMania. And maybe around that time you'll come around, you know, legitimately, and you can keep it going past WrestleMania. In addition to that, uh, if you did not hear my guy wreak havoc on Inside the Mind with our good friend Katie Kinsey, this man has firing dreams to be a rapper, and he will have to come on this show and spit some bars. Set my claim. What's mine? So, so since the show is the 30th, that means the next show will be December 5th. So, when I secure the victory, we're going to get on this show December 5th. You will come out here front and center, and you will denounce all that is Baron Corbin for approximately one calendar year. A year? One full A year? calendar uh... year. So we might have to December, make some revisions to that. I'm, I'm giving you at least to WrestleMania. You talking about a year. Come on. Now. One full calendar year. I, I, I'm already going to tell you right now. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Especially right. if this man, you know, taking home some gold in the next few weeks. It's not going to happen. Because him I being think- champion is going to negate everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you. All right, so it'll be to at least WrestleMania. We were to WrestleMania, and, and you're taking Goldberg off the soundboard. 
It's Big E though. It's it's champ. We we didn't we, we ain't doing nothing Goldberg out here. Those are my uh, terms. Those are my terms. All right. So uh since this man's terms uh pending victory will will not begin until December 5th. I'm gonna spam the fuck out of this Goldberg sound <laughs> every episode until then. Blame Reek. Goldberg. <laughs> Blame him. It's his fault. Oh man. You, you forget who's in control here. <laughs> um, yeah, the, this trivia it does take place after Survivor Series though. Uh, we got Survivor Series lineups that were announced uh, yesterday. Oh, I'm going to read these off. Oh, uh, yes, rant. Oh, okay, we got rants today. Uh, I'm going to read these teams off. Uh, Team Raw: uh, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, and the Mysterios. Team SmackDown: Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy. King Xavier, we don't do that King Woods around here. It's King Xavier, Sami Zayn, and Baron Corbin. That's for the, the men. For the women, uh, Team Raw, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina. You see, they're not calling her Queen Vega. No, of course not. Come on, man. Uh, Team SmackDown, Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, uh, <clears throat> Aaliyah. And Natty Neidhart, <laughs> which is lending further credence to my theory, because you mean to tell me I'm seeing all these video packages for Zia Lee and she ain't on the team? Naomi not being on the team makes sense, you know, with the storyline she got going on. I, I get that. I'm, I'm not tripping. But like, we run these video packages for Zia Lee. Like, this would be the perfect time to showcase Zia Lee if you're building her up. I'm put a Leo on the team. You put Natty on the team. And maybe I'm jumping the gun. Maybe, you know, it'll be some shit happens where Natty or Aaliyah, probably going to be Aaliyah because Natty just can't seem to get away from these things. Aaliyah gets taken out and replaced by Zia Lee. That would probably make sense. I could see that happening. But, I mean, you got you got so many options. Tony Storm is there. Also. I think, I think isn't Tegan Knox still there? Is she hurt again? I don't think so. They, they didn't say nothing. Where's she been she at? Good. I don't know. But that, but that, but that's my point. Like you have all these people that we've seen on TV. Zaylee hasn't even debuted yet. You could at least get somebody that has been on TV that that has the the this new audience has seen at least. Like you just you just find any reason to shoehorn Natty into something that we don't care to see her in. I don't get it. I don't get it. But I got a way bigger issue than all of that. It was all of that. Ricochet so, tweeted I'm, earlier. Oh, oh. What happened to qualifying matches? You you keep going. You keep going. I'm, I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to what I got to say. I'm gonna get to what I got to say. You keep going. Oh, that's 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 last thing I had. Oh, okay, good, good, good. So uh DJ Amnesia got that track. Uh, I wasn't ready. I didn't know that I didn't know how he was getting busy. Okay. Oh, hold on. Let me hold up. Hold on. Give me. Hold on. Say what now? I just. I need. I need you to drop that track. I'm upset. Okay. So, this is this is gonna be like a little bit rain heavy this this, this, for this hour. But I'm gonna just start off with this. It wasn't the order I was planning to, but whatever. So, and just so y'all think, 
because I'm really, I'm, I'm in a bad, this week got me in a bad mood. So y'all, just so y'all know, I'm dead serious today. Oh, he took the cap off. I came to work. I came to work today. All right. Here the deal. This man got a hard hat. Wait, hold on. Where you get a hard hat from? I had it. I had it for a while. I had it for a while. It's a long story. Niggas just have hard hats laying around the crib. That's crazy. I, it, it was a job I had a while back. You know, it just, Why I you just, still got it? It's, it's a long story. It's a long story. I'm going to tell you off camp. Anyway. Right. <laughs> Survivor Series was WWE's first major pay-per-view after WrestleMania. It's yep. a Thanksgiving tradition. Every year round, there's always there's always a big supposed to be a big build around it, right? So we went from having this tradition and making a, a, a big deal about it. It's, the, it's one of the big four every single year, and the idea is you have feuds, you have something going on, whether it's SmackDown versus Raw. It doesn't have to be that, but that's the thing that's been recently, but. You have feuds that, you know, can build up to where you have teams together. Like, you know, back in 03, you had, you know, Team Cena, Team Angle, or, you know, uh, Randy's team versus Triple H's team for control of Raw. Like, th- there was always some kind of story to it. Now we don't even try no more. Like, I, I love that Ricochet tweeted that out because it's exactly what I was saying. The second they went, they used social media to announce the team's for this year's, for this year, for, for Raw and SmackDown, they, they did no matches, no matches whatsoever. There was a time, and I've said this about other things too, like the Elimination Chamber. There's times where there used to be, you had to qualify to get in, you had to qualify for Elimination Chamber, you had to qualify for the Rumble, you had to qualify for Money in the Bank, you had to qualify for Survivor Series. Everything had a qualifying period. That's how you, that's how you show more people or showcase more talent. You build programs up. And more people get on TV. So instead of giving us more programs with your talent, using this, using TV to, to build this stuff up, because you still got a couple of weeks before Survivor Series, you say, oh, screw that. Everyone's on social media. We're just going to throw a bunch of people together. And now, mind you, Raw's team, Seth, Kevin Owens, Ray, Dominic, and who's the last person? Mm. Seth, KO. Who? Finn. Finn. Okay. Four of these people were just in a ladder match where they damn near killed each other for a shot at the title. Two of these people just had a feud last year where one of them tried to take the other's eye out. So take these five people, mind you, who just two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, weren't even on this show and just throw them together and make them team raw. Like, brings me back to my point have qualifying matches so at least people that's been on raw for all this time can stake their claim and say listen i've been on raw i'm gonna earn my shot i'm gonna beat you i'm gonna make the team there's no effort into this no more and i've seen a lot of people say it and i kind of disregarded it up till now but now i see it survivor series is just another pay-per-view at this point it's not it's not considered a big four because there's no effort put into it you know what I'm saying? You you want to keep talking about how it's the one year, one time a year where Raw meets SmackDown, but I mean, you completely disregarding your brand split. You don't really care about it like that no more. There's no effort put into that, maintaining it. And 
you had this draft that was just so piss poor and didn't go into effect until like two weeks ago. And now we just going right into Survivor Series. It's like, we got no time to even invest into this. So it's like, what are you really doing besides putting together a makeshift makeshift feud for a bunch of people to compete in in these bloated matches? And it's, it's not going to hit. It's not going to do anything. We're going to be watching, you're going to watch Survivor Series for every match but the elimination matches, which is the gimmick. That's the point of it all. So it's like, I, I don't know, man. This, this. You know what? You know what I think it is, or it, this is not the lone factor, but it's also another factor. They're, they're not like booking to to like book around a schedule. They, they letting the schedule book for them. So it, the schedule is what is. Uh, I, all right, let me start this over. I feel like I'm not making sense. My bad. <laughs> what they're doing is instead of just booking and then going by the book, it's the schedule is is the obstacle that's in the way because now they got to book all this shit. You know, the book got to book the draft around the same time they've been booking the draft the last few years at the beginning of October. But then there's Crown Jewel coming up. So we got to wait till we get Crown Jewel out the way to actually make these drafts make sense. And then it's just making a whole bunch of jumbled mess. And now we, we killing three weeks and now we only got a month before Survivor Series. All the people that's going to be in these matches have only officially been on the roster, unless they were on the roster before, for a month. So, yeah, that's my theory on what that is. The schedule is getting in the way. Their touring schedule is getting in the way of things. But you know what? Their touring schedule is giving them some bread, so it's going to take priority over things. Things is going to be crazy. So of course, there used to be a time where creative was king on everything they did. Now it's just, well, you got talent, talent that draws. Then you go to places where they're highly sought after, like Saudi Arabia, like the UK. Yeah. You cash out and you just rinse and repeat. Then you just give us basic ass TV. That's why Raw went, you know, from the time that they've gone three hours, they've just constantly declined over time. It hasn't hit. And SmackDown has two hours less time, but has way better program on it, which we did say more so lately is attributed to the Tribal Chief and the Bloodline. But you know what's crazy in regards to Raw being three hours? Uh, it's been three hours going on, 10 years in July. Uh, they, <laughs> excuse me, they, I don't think they care to book that third hour, but the network is like, hey, we want a third hour of this content. We're going to pay y'all. Yeah. So they're just like, fuck it. Yeah, and it kind of yeah, showed. I've been saying that. Yeah. It was like, I can't get mad at them because that's what the network wants and the network going to paint. Because, like, who else going to paint? I mean, somebody else will paint, but, like, who going to pay him as much as NBC going to pay for oh, something that's been on NBC since the beginning, aside from maybe like a four year period? Man. I don't know, man. That just, Again, that I mean, just, that's, that's how I look not. at things. I know it's all about the money with these things. And so, like, I feel like I can't really complain about what a company do to make money. Some people not going to like it, understandable. Like, I don't, I don't really care for it, but you know what? I still like enough, or I'm still watching. I guess. That just get me hot. I ain't stopped watching it. I, I, I might be on that way. 
don't know. We 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 gonna see after the next. It's, it's too it's too much like consistency, where I, I don't think I can not watch it. I've dedicated just so much energy. This this is this is my like my grandma's still watching Young and the Restless. She's been watching that my whole life. She's still <laughs> watching. This is my Young and the Restless. So. Well, that's the thing. And that, that's the rest of ain't been good. Uh, so I stopped watching that. But that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like the creative part about it is what keeps me invested like that, you know, you know, that that young and restless, because it's good material. When you start diminishing that just for the sake of putting shit out in front of us, because you know it's gonna make money, that's when you lose investment. That's how I, I said I said a year ago, I'm like, y'all, y'all won't catch me watching AEW. I watch AEW every week now. Cause you know, at least, at least they they throwing some shit at the wall, seeing what make it stick, instead of just worrying about the dollar all the time. Like, and it don't be sticking. Profits. But yeah, it's yeah, right. But it's like y'all make record profits. It's not like you need to keep shooting to to, to make the extra money. It's like y'all could put some effort into it once in a while or try to. Shit. They got investors, man. That's another thing. Investors ain't. So they they run the company, not Vince, not not Nick Khan. Oh, I know that. So damn shame. Yeah, I don't invest enough in it to make decisions. So maybe what motherfuckers could do, this will help me out too. Buy stock in WWE, and then you can make decisions. You can have enough power to to force their hand into making decisions. You should buy, y'all should buy some stock. That way, like my stock price, it, it will increase on what I got. So. <laughs> now, I wonder if this is why Vince Senior didn't want him, you know, going out and buying up territories like that. Probably. Uh, now we're still on the subject of Survivor Series, though. Uh, what's your favorite Survivor Series? Oh five. Best yeah, I saw, I saw this question posed yesterday, and I said oh five. Yeah. I said 05 on the build alone, but I really enjoyed 2002 at, at the Garden. The chamber match, it was the first chamber. Nobody knew what to expect. And that was the perfect, you know, lineup of people to put in the first chamber match, too. Oh, yeah. Correct results. It's, uh, yeah. It's, I got 05 and 02 was like right underneath that. And like 14 is up there for me, too. 04, 14. I probably put 07 in there somewhere too. 07 was cool. Yeah. 09 for the triple threat alone. Oh, that, that, that triple threat was lit. Just for the first five seconds of the triple threat. <laughs> Y'all know a triple threat I'm talking about uh, John Cena and DX for the for the title. And Shawn Michaels kicks this man's Triple H head off in the first five seconds to to establish it's, territory. It's kind of what I'm going to do to Rick on this trivia game. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we, we, we mentioned it briefly earlier, and uh, I think this is a basis of another rant for Rick here. I have nothing to add because everything I said twice previously this year still applies, but uh, we have some more releases this past week. Like, at the same time, of uh, the earnings call for the third quarter in WWE, I still ain't listened to it. So, as a, as an investor, I should listen to it. Uh, anyway, uh, Frankie Monet, Amber Moon, Scarlett, 
uh, Bordeaux, Oni Lorcan, Karrion Cross, B Fab, Jesse Kamea, Zeta Ramirez, Trey Baxter, Katrina Cortez, Jeet Rama, Grand Metalik, and Lindsay Dorado, Keith Lee, and Mia Yim, Nia Jax, Harry Smith, aka Davy Boy Smith Jr., and Eva Marie. Now, before we go into Reek's rant, uh, I'm just going to say one thing about each of these. And I'm just going to say a lot of these people on here, y'all wanted them gone. Y'all wanted them to be let go. Why the fuck are you crying about it? I to get engagement, to get retweets. That's all it is. Like All your posts are lacking genuine concern and genuine empathy. Because it's clear that you're just trying to get some engagement and some interactions off your tweets. It's just obvious. I, I can see. I can, I can sense bullshit. It's 90% bullshit. Clear as day. Uh, but Frankie Monet, she, she's older. I think she's nearing 40. And she wasn't really connecting to NXT. And I don't know how she would have connected uh, up on the main roster. So let her go and do other things. It sucks because they just hired her like eight months ago around in, but it is what it is. Uh, Ember Moon, the writing was on the wall with that for years. She can't talk. She don't got no charisma. She don't got no swag. The worst blue jeans I've ever seen in my life. She's a damn good wrestler, but like you need more to compete in this company. Go to Impact. I I'm not going to lead no black people to AEW. Go to Impact. Yeah. That's the that's Impact is perfect for her because I, I, I need some more women up at Impact. They do. They kind of they kind of ran out of everybody. The way they booked Deanna Perrazzo for the last year and a half kind of fucked it up. So there's some new blood in there. Uh, Scarlett, uh, she was a valet of someone nobody fucking liked. I saw all the tweets. And I'll talk about that briefly. Uh, she can't really compete with any of the women. In the ring, really. I don't think either. So, yeah. Might have well, to move yeah. on from that. We didn't even see her, though. We saw her impact. Matches. And I don't know. Uh, Oni Lorcan. That was that was called. Uh, that's my dog. That's my dog. But, I mean, he kind of hit his peak already. He hit his peak already. He He was involved in a lot of good programs. That's just how I feel. I think he understood he hit his peak too. It's just like it's only so far a guy like him can go. It's a shorter, skinny, bald dude with a beard. I mean, there's only so it much you can go in this. Slap the head off of any one of them motherfuckers. He could. They could have sent him to NXT UK though. He was there for a little bit, him and his partner, Danny Birch. But he had some good moments. He got to be in war games. He he got in a big program with probably the biggest star. That uh, that the company had got at the time, Pat McAfee. Yeah, big week for Pat McAfee too. By the way, shout out to him. Big shout out to him. Definitely. Uh, Definitely. Carrying Cross. Uh, I saw the tweets on Carrying Cross all since last year. Don't try to act brand new now. Don't act like you cared about the man now. I saw the tweets. <laughs> this man is a legend in the Vegas wrestling scene, and I was defending this man on a daily, weekly basis from all these tweets. Don't try to act all sad that he gone now. 
Um, B fat. This one, this one hurt me the most because I it hurt me the most. Uh, but I understand because y'all called for her to be let go two months ago because of a match she had on TV. Y'all wanted her gone. She gone. That's true. But it, and that it match hurt was good. So fuck y'all. It, it was a good yeah. match for it was good for the skill level of the two women involved. It was good enough. Uh, Thank but, you. But the the hit row theme don't hit without her. They they need to they need to figure that shit out. Bring her back. I, hey, let me sing it for free or something. They yeah, need them ad libs. It just sounds very that's, unfinished. That's disheartening. To that's very that's very that's disheartening. That uh, Jesse Kamea, Zayda Ramirez, <laughs> Trey Baxter, Katrina Cortez, who? Jeet Rama, who? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on for all of them. Y'all already know. Uh Grand Metalik and Lance Dorado. Uh apparently those were requested by the two uh a few weeks back. So that's gonna happen. Uh Keith Lee. This this is probably the biggest one. And now this if, if you're gonna be upset about anybody, this is probably the only one. Uh, but I caught it about six weeks ago. I seen and I don't like doing this. We we talked about this last week, comparing black tag teams to crime time. I'm not gonna compare a fat black dude in a singlet to Keith Lee, but Odyssey Jones, I saw the writing on the wall. Odyssey Jones is younger, he's healthier. And if I mean, if you're gonna have a fat black dude on the television doing the same stuff, kind of. You probably want them younger and healthy. Let's see. This is the only thing I'm saying about that, right? Because this is what I don't like. Because I already see they're trying to mold him into like another Mark Henry type or Viscera type or whatever. That You can't do that with a guy like Keith Lee. He is an entirely different person. And I think Vince knew that. But it's like you just keep trying to retool and rework and reshaping the way you want to want to make it it's like no Keith Lee is one of them anomalies that you can't mess with you got to just let it go as it is like it's a car with that beautiful engine in it that you can't pop the hood on to try to mess with you just got to let that bitch run he kept trying to do that and then when it wasn't hey, that, that engine ain't been the same though man ex- right but it's like when, it, when he does that and it doesn't connect it doesn't get the response that you want oh well now we just you know what we're just gonna let it go let him move on, let him do his thing. Like, that's stupid. And Odyssey Jones is going to be, he'll he'll hit in NXT, but I guarantee once he gets the main roster, it's going to be the whole same thing because, again, Maybe. you're trying to mold him into a type that you want to do. And he'll probably fit into that role, but nobody's going to want to see that. No. Uh, Mia Young, I think the writing was on the wall with her when she just disappeared after her mask fell off. Yeah. Uh, that one time. I was waiting. Pay Kofi his money though. This is crazy. Oh, God. That man is royalty now. So it's a, the prices went Facts. up. Price of the brick just went up. The uh, only reason, the only reason I'm mad about that is because now we don't get to see them segments every week. Because that was entertaining to me. That was the videos that they was making. So that, yeah. was, that was I was mad about that for that reason alone. No, she's still gonna owe the money though. Like just because they ain't yeah. together, just because they not on in the same company working on the same show, that don't mean. That she just exempt from paying this man his money. They see each other on Twitter. Facts. They got each other number, I'm sure. I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Nia Jax, is this not what y'all wanted? 
for the last five years. Come on, man. This is not what y'all wanted. I, I seen I seen all the tweets about Nia Jax too, man. Oh, she's unsafe. Fire her. She's only she only has a job because she's related to. Calling her, calling all these names, body shaming. Oh man. All that. Y'all wanted her gone, she gone. Disrespectful. Y'all wanted her gone, she gone. Why you mad? Uh Harry Smith. I didn't even know he came back, to be honest with you. I had no idea. He like I remember seeing something about him in talks. But I didn't know he signed though. I thought he I'll was still at MLW. It was, it was a brief story that they, they re-signed him, but they weren't sure what he was gonna do, if he was gonna go to NXT, if they were gonna slide him quietly back onto the main roster. Like it was just a matter of where he was going. But it was a, it was a real, it wasn't a big story, it was just a quiet story. It was like they were trying to sneak him in the back door and hope nobody was gonna bring a lot of attention to it, but. That was it. I did Eva Marie. Come on now. Y'all, y'all wanted that too. That was, that was the trump card for every whenever anybody else got released. Eva Marie's still on the roster, but blah 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 got released. Who who who's who's the person now? Dana Brooke. Yeah. No, Jackson. Jackson Riker. It's been Jackson for me. Uh, it's it's still been Jackson, but it was Jackson and Marie. Like they, they would use Eva Marie for women. And they use Jackson like, for everybody. At, at, at this point, it's like, listen disregarding the obvious connotation with him you don't use him he was literally just a probably throwaway cheap. piece he was a throwaway piece to, to feud with elias when he was on tv now Elias is gone rediscovering a new gimmick or whatever you ain't even using the dude at this point let him go do whatever he does it invade capitals and riot and all this <laughs> other shit but let him go do that because you ain't using him either Hey, you, you know why they ain't cutting him, though? This man was in the military. So? That's, that's why he ain't getting let go. He probably, he probably cheap, too. Probably got cheap. All that means is he survives one more month because it's November. That's all that means to me. <laughs> you got any ranks, or did you did you contribute everything to this? Since you mentioned Nia Jax, I do have a rant. So if you can right, cue that track up once again. Let's, let's, let's make it brief and we, we can move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I'm upset. So here's the deal. And this isn't even specifically about the releases because my, my thing about the releases is that, um, listen, it, it's, it's almost like back in the 80s when, you know, they went out and bought up all the territories and hoarded all this talent, stuff like that, knowing they're only going to use a certain percentage. The fact of the matter is, AEW came up, they got a TV deal, they had financial backing, so they went out, talked to Triple H, said, yo, buy up all this indie talent, put them through NXT, see who hits with the crowd, we'll see how they work on the main roster. At some point in time, they realized we only using X amount of talent that's going to get featured on a regular basis. So now that you brought in Nick Khan to to, to be the, the capologist, basically, mm-hmm. now it's like, okay, well, we got all this talent. We're not using them. You got, you know, mass releases are coming. You know what I'm saying? So that that that's where I'm at about this. I'm still upset about Keith Lee and all them, you know, uh, uh, you know, carrying cross and everybody. But I understand it better now. Here's the here's the problem I have. Nia Jax gets released, and the story immediately comes out that she was one of I think four people that because they didn't get vaccinated, that's what they get caught. And they didn't get any notice about it. They just got cut. So y'all know I'm, I'm the type to be, you know, kind of the insider and stuff like that and get the inside news to deliver to y'all, my peoples. I'm done doing that shit. 
I'm not doing mm -hmm. it anymore. And I mean that. I'm dead serious. Because it used to be the only sources that I could not and would not still to this day cite or speak of were the offices of Alka-Seltzer and Broke Dick Bryan Incorporated. But the fact of the matter is, it's not just them. They've contaminated so many sources to oh, the, yeah. point that the, New, the point that the New York Post went out and they wrote a story about Nia Jackson, her vaccination status, and how that affected her getting released. To the point that she now had to come out and say that she has been going through something with her mental health to the point that she could not even discuss it. So she took time off. That's why she got written off TV. That's why she's been gone. When they gave her dates to come back, which is supposed to be, I think, a week from today, she said she needed more time. They said, nope, you got a pink slip. There's your, there's your time off for your mental health. So it, it, it's gotten to a point, and we, we've talked about this a bunch of times, but it's gotten to a point where being accurate about news isn't even important anymore. It's about being the first people out. The second these things happen, like these mass releases, it's like people want to know why. The internet wrestling community wants to know why. So the emphasis is now on somebody to be the first one out there to get to give the answer. Why did this happen? It, it's gotten to the point where it's so toxic. I don't even like reading the news no more. And I said that over the weekend. My man Shane Helms, aka the Hurricane, as we all know him, went and confirmed it for me this morning when he put up the story. He said, "Y'all would enjoy the product so much better if y'all stopped reading this behind-the-scenes BS where people make up rumors and stuff like that." Don't know have what I not said that? About. Have I not it's said the truth. That. it's the truth? It's the truth. But it's like it, it, it just got so bad. And it, it wasn't even just her. Keith Lee. Oh, he got an attitude issue and all this other stuff. And he was frustrated. You damn right he's frustrated. The man almost lost his life. Right. And then to come back and be told, oh, so we got to do this. We got to fix this with you. We got to change this music. We got to put you in a singlet. We got to change your name to Bearcat. We got to do this. We got to do that. You got to do this job. You damn right. I'll be frustrated too. Like that man is a talent, a sought after talent. And y'all don't know what to do. It's Vince did that when, when Keith Lee made his, his regular his main roster debut. You saw that video because they did a 24 on it where he was talking to Keith Lee. And he was excited. He seemed to get it. But somewhere down the line, it, it got lost. I said it almost a year ago when Keith Lee debuted at Survivor Series as part of Team NXT. Vince lost his shit because he saw something because there were still there were still crowds at the time. That was, that was 2019. There were still crowds, so he saw what he had, but then he got it. And again, like I said before, that analogy with the car. You leave all of that alone and let it run. He wanted to pop the hood and start making changes. You can't do that. But circling back to my point, uh, y'all in the news and the, the faux journalists, journalists and stuff like that, I'm about sick of y'all. And it, it's getting to the point where now I looked at that whole story with Nia Jackson. I'm like, damn, it, it makes me feel certain way that I, I, I have to say this. That was a blunder so bad. I don't even think Alka-Seltzer would have made it. He might have, but it's like, damn. I mean, like that, that's, that's personal shit you're getting into. That she didn't have this nigga tried to downplay Roman's cancer, so like I wouldn't put it past. Well, look, I, I we already know he, he's. I, 
I put him beneath in the scum of the earth. Okay. That that that's never been questioned. Yeah. But it's just like, bro, she should not have been obligated. She should not have had to say any of that. Y'all just went out of your way just to find something. Sorry. Like, and and last point, last point. Since she said that her vaccination status was never brought up, this should officially put to bed any of that story about Sasha getting punished about her vaccination status. I won't hear another word about that. I don't. Niggas still gonna get their lame ass tweets off. And yes, I'm I'm being slightly biased. You see the shirt, but niggas still gonna get their lame ass tweets off talking about her getting the shot, not getting the shot, because they gotta get some lame ass tweets off. I wanna hear it. Cause if, if that if that was not a topic of conversation, she wouldn't have wrestled that crown jewel. Like exactly. So I'm just I don't want to hear nothing else about that. Y'all can miss me. Fuck out of here. Uh Real quick, I'm gonna move on. Uh, actually, I'm gonna I'm circle back because we talked about one of the releases, uh, Lince Dorado. Uh, sir, uh, we are officially we are officially gonna knight you on the Young King's crown, Young King's throne. Wrong thing, Young King's throne. Uh, because this this man was out here, you know, about to catch some fame. Uh, yeah. As we know, we talked about last week the parents of the super fan, the Bailey super fan, Izzy. Uh, let's say Dorado got released, and Izzy's father, Cody Starbuck, uh, tweeted to Lindsay Dorado directly. Added Lindsay Dorado, good luck in your future endeavors with the with the big. Teethy smiley face emoji. So, uh, Lindsay Dorado, he about that action. He wants smoke. He tweets to Mr. Cody Starbuck. He says, Don't worry, fam. I'll see you. I'll see you soon. I'll be at the Silver Spurs Arena today at four after my competition. Come down and talk. We're going to talk or what? And then, uh, bought this man a ticket to his jujitsu competition. Uh, bought this man a parking pass and left the parking pass with the parking attendant, left the uh, the, the the ticket for admission at the box office. Uh, this man did not show up at all. Uh, he actually copped out. And uh, he, he wrote an apology, a notes app apology, directly to Lindsay Dorado. Uh, I'm going to read the whole apology. Lindsay, no need to talk because I have truly already said too much i'm I'm gonna do it too (laughs) i am man enough to admit when i am wrong i sincerely apologize for my insensitive tweet on thursday deleting the tweet is not enough i owe you a direct apology i also recognize and respect what you are doing dealing with professionally in this moment i should i never should have made such a rude off the cuff remark Again, I truly apologize for my actions. You are a talented wrestler. I know that you will continue to thrive in the pro wrestling business. I want you to know that with sincerity, I do wish you and your family all the best. Hashtag apology. Apologize four times. Four. Cat. Cat. Just say you just Hashtag say you scared, apology. Bro. Just say you scared. You know what? It probably is a sincere apology because this man was probably spooked as fuck. He deleted all his tweets. <laughs> he deleted his whole page. He went off. He went off the grid. 
Like just, all the way. This, this, man, this man disconnected the GPS off his phone. He took the SIM card out. He was like, I won't be seen by nobody. <laughs> Let me be. Let me be gone, man. Oh man. Yeah, let's That's say Dorado, he on the throne because folks is out I, here. And uh in 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 relation to this as well, I'm not gonna put this man on the throne because I, I really I didn't I don't know his name. Uh Dana Brooks fiance. Somebody was talking shit about Dana on the internet. He showed up at their crib and knocked their ass out. So he cool too. Uh also uh on the throne is because Sovereign Soundboard uh was not available last week and we cannot uh commence with this ceremony without big Sov. Uh Titus O'Neill, you're on the throne too, brother. The Thaddeus M. Bullard Academy is official. This man got a school named after him. That is some gangster shit. Nice. He's putting in work for the community, man. So shout out to Big Titus. My man hosted WrestleMania two years in a row. Mm -hmm. He that dude. His story is incredible. Like, he's going to have a movie. His story is going to have a movie. Like, his whole life story is crazy. So, somebody going to have to do that type world slide, though. Oh, they got to put that in the movie. <laughs> he got to put it in the movie. Like, that's that's probably your biggest career moment right there. Yeah. Basically. Unfortunately, but it is. It's true. Uh, let's, let's, let's go ahead and talk about NXT real quick. Uh, I'm going to just run through things I, I peeped on NXT. It was pretty much just a general synopsis of the show, man. Uh, Io Shirai came out and said, who wants smoke? I want smoke. I had a wet dream about beef. That's what she said. 21 Savage. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Dakota Kai showing that mean streak. She did something. I ain't never seen nobody stump nobody's head under a table before. So that's interesting. Uh, we had Zion, Zion Quinn, Zion Ken, Quinn, and Robert Quinn. Stone ballroom dancing to Shawn Michaels theme song. That was uh, interesting. It was interesting. That's all I got to say. I, I, don't, I don't know if it was good or not. It was interesting, though. Uh, Andre Chase is fucking over. I told niggas. Yeah. Yep. Like, that teachable moment, that's going to go crazy. <laughs> when that shit catch on to everybody, that's going to go crazy. Uh, and Braun Breaker, the GOAT. Solo Sokoa, also the GOAT. Shout out to Vegas. And uh, my champion, my A champion, Carmelo Hayes, talking that shit. Oh, cut, a, cut a mean promo on Twitter last night. Oh, yeah. That Let's was nasty. Let niggas know. Let like, y'all know. Talk to these niggas. Yeah, what you think about NXT this week, man? Uh, it, it, was, it was pretty sad. Like, I'm, I'm not overly critical of, like, 2.0 like a lot of people are. I'm not. I haven't been feeling it. I enjoy 2.0. But it's like... There's stuff I enjoy about it. Like you, you got you got some 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 solid development with these characters and stuff like that. There's entertaining stories to it and stuff like that. And at least, at least they are doing what they said they want to do, which is focusing on the. Hold up. Oh wow, sir! I didn't know this is happening. <laughs> What's up? I ain't know. Ain't nobody knew this was happening. What's happening? Yeah, I thought somebody hacked into our meeting. I'm not gonna hold you. <laughs> right. I was like, yo, who hey, is Hey, hold on. Town today, man. What's hey, happening? yo, 
Mr. 24 7 is in the building. We was just talking about kid know if he was gonna show up, but let's circle back. Let's circle back to this real quick. Let me give you, <laughs> I'm gonna give you five minutes on the stand, sir. Because last time you were on the show, or maybe the time before that, was the last time they had releases in this damn company called World Wrestling Entertainment, and you damn. predicted some future releases. And on this mm-hmm. list, if I recall, was Oni Lorkin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mia Yim and Keith Lee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where yes, was there anybody else that was on that list? Uh, nobody else, surprisingly. Nobody else yet. So, I mean, I knew it. I, I felt like Keith wasn't happy. Um, and I know once Keith leave, his wife was leaving too. Um, mm-hmm. Orny Lorkin. I think you guys predicted Orny Lorkin and Danny Barrett. I mean, you guys told me to put him on there. Um, yeah. But, I, I, I that, yeah. Hey, no, no, nobody else really. Everybody else there. I see. I have a few people that already asked for like their release. Like, you know, I don't know what's going on with Chad Gable. I might take Sean Benjamin off of there because the hurt business is back together. So like Chad Gable getting TV time too. Yeah. So I mean, knock them off. But what's up, fellas, man? You know, I just got back in town. I've been going for two weeks. So many different cities. Um, My man I'm was tired, in El Segundo. I... He was at the Lakers facility yes, this past week. Yes, sir. Met yes, Carmelo. Yeah, it was crazy. He just walked in, and I was like, "Oh shit, what's up?" He like, "What's happening?" And shit, that was it. Yeah, that's what's up, man? Like a lot of hair. Yeah, I got to meet. Uh, what's that guy named Cade Cuttingham? Yeah, I was at I was at the Pistons facility this, oh, this yeah. uh, last week. Yeah, I was there too. So met that boy Motorcade. Okay. Yeah, uh, I met Brandon Knight. He's back in the nice. G League, and he's. So super super nice dude. Uh, okay, Damn. Andre Andre Ingram. Andre Ingram. Yeah, Ingram. Yeah, met him. Um, you you didn't get his Terry. autograph like I asked. Nah, it was during. It, I didn't meet him until they were like in game mode. So I. Like, oh yeah, you can't fuck with him then. Yeah. Um, Jason Terry, my guy, Lance Stevenson is always great to see him. Lance Stevenson. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's I bet cool. I know I know Malik and Lance Stevenson probably on a first name basis at this point. Probably. <laughs> yeah, he he was he was pretty happy to see me. So I was like, oh shit, he remembered me. I'm like, all right, dope. That's fire. That's yeah. fire. Welcome. This is 24-7 back to the show. Up, man? I haven't been back in like forever. So I was like, oh, it's I been knew I got, got I I finally got home today and I was like, I, I seen the text earlier. I didn't want to say nothing because I was like, if I can't make it, I'm not I don't want to be like, oh guys can't make it. But I was like, as soon as I got the chance, I'm like, let me just pop in on them and see what they do on show, man. What's happening? Yeah, we, we, we was just about to transition into uh, Full Gear. Full Gear, let's do it. Yeah, let's talk about – we got Full Gear coming up next weekend. Uh, first off, uh, I just want to send uh, prayers up to John Moxley and his recovery. Uh, checked okay. himself into an inpatient, maybe. I don't know. He checked himself into an alcohol dependency uh, program uh, because, yeah, it was – it ain't been looking good for you, for you, boy. Uh, if, if you look at the physical signs, the signs were there. Um, but prayers up to him. Hope he gets better. You got a little girl to, to, to look after. You got a wife at home. Uh, I just think it's kind of unfortunate. You know, these guys, they, they leave from the company that held them to a standard and they kind of go off the rails, like the way wrestlers have always gone. So... I thought we were transitioning away from that, but I'm glad he got ahead of it before it really spiraled out of control. That's all I can 
all I can say about that. So shout out to the boy Mox. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Now, I'm going to transition to our second peasant of the week this week. I'm packing the edits, guess what? Peasants, few peasants. Mr. Christopher Jericho. Bring that ass here, boy. Bring that ass here, boy. Man, out here. I just, I can't believe I'm doing this. This this is probably a waste of my time because it's just probably the most nonsensical peasant of the week I could ever give somebody. Uh <laughs> big shout out. To, to Kalisto, formerly known as Kalisto, a uh, new name, Samurai Del Sol. Had a match on uh, on AEW Dynamite this past week, made his debut on Dynamite. Faced off, uh, teamed up with somebody who wasn't really good at all versus uh, FTR for the AAA tag titles. Uh, after the match or after the event, tweeted out, I prayed and talked to John in parentheses, Brody Lee, before my match, thank you for showing me your home at AEW and giving me the strength and energy I need today forever in my heart, Hermano. This man, Chris Jericho, simply replies, you spelled his name wrong. Brody Lee's real name, John, was spelled with no H, which is the, the, the generic spelling of John. That's the default spelling of John. It's in the Bible. It's probably the most common name in the fucking world. So yeah, somebody's going to spell his name that way. Why are we, you know, being the spelling police here over over the name? And then you try to say this man is is clout chasing. And then you got Brody's wife chiming in. Was I'm not going to get on her neck because this is this is around the anniversary of when her husband went to the hospital and she never got to see him. Again. I will. He will. I won't. I'll, I'll give him a chance. Uh, but I won't. I am reasonable. Uh, but she replies, I'm not. Hold on. Uh, so to Chris Jericho pointing out that he spelled his name wrong. And you know, anybody with a little bit of status in all elite wrestling, when they quote tweet you, they, they send in the hound dogs at you. That's all that's about. Uh, somebody replies to Chris Jericho, I think because English isn't his first language, he probably didn't realize. Now, Kalisto is from Chicago. English is that man's first language. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, to that, Brody Lee's wife, Amanda Hubert, spelling that right? Am I saying that right? Am I spelling it right? I don't want them to come at Who me. Who cares? Anyway, she replies, that's not an excuse to spell someone's name wrong if your name dropping. And then she went on, you know, try to insinuate this man as a clout chaser. Clout chasing or not. Clout chasing or not, this man, Kalisto, shared locker rooms with Brody Lee for years. NXT, Raw, SmackDown. They were together for years. So yeah, probably had a, a relationship with him. You may not know. I have former uh, work co-workers who if they passed away, I would send my, my thought. I've had co-workers that have passed away. Had a, a former co-worker pass away earlier this year, another one like a couple years ago. And you know what? I wasn't really that close with them at work, but I saw them every day. They were cool people. I talked to them every day. So you know what? I'm going to feel the way I'm going to feel. I'm going to send whatever I got to do. You know what? If Kalisto would have come in there and clout chase 
he, he could clout chase all he want. Because y'all been clout chasing off of Brody Lee's name for the last 10 months. So he can't clout chase. Brody Lee was in his company for about six, seven months. And they act like this man was there for years. Like he was one of the founding fathers of all elite wrestling. It's just Brody Lee all the time. I heard this man's catchphrase every single week, every single show on Dynamite since he passed. It's Wednesday night. You know what that means. And then they get another show on Friday and they say the same thing on Friday. See, I can call chase this man for 10 months, but somebody who's known him for years can't, can't send his prayers and thoughts, no matter how genuine they may or may not be. Is, is that what we doing? See, 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 I'm sending this rain energy. I'm sending this rain energy. I ain't even got to my last one yet, but I'm just sending <laughs> it out. Just sending it out. Is it time? It is time. I'm done. It's time. I, that's all it I had time. to just, contribute just, just to this conversation. Up. But just I'm gonna, drop I'm gonna give one last time. You, sir, the, the next, I'm gonna give you three minutes and we go talk about full gear. I'm upset. All right. So I'm gonna just send this out to hashtag you niggas. Because I blame y'all. Yeah, this situation ain't the one. Both of these <laughs> two situations. This and Izzy's Hashtag dad, you niggas. Yeah, this and Izzy's dad, they are the symptom of the problem that y'all created. Y'all did this. Let me, let, me, let me start with him real quick. You know what I'm saying? Because we talked about it. I'm just, at the end of the day, this dude, number one, is a negligent parent. Because you got you got your your daughter out here training with a dude that's a convicted sec, that's a second um. trainer. And just, just basically, yeah, I don't want to say this term like that, but you basically prostituting your daughter out there to the business. It's not a good look. It's real petty. But then well, you go out with? here. Um, what's what's the, what's the dude's name? Um, I can't I can't remember the dude's name. Patrick. Uh, no, 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 no. There, there we go. There we go. I didn't know you was talking about. It. it took me a minute. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, she. It's, it's in his school, and then he she's training with Tessa and all that other shit. But it's like chasing Rance is good friends with AEW World Champion Kenny Omega, by the way. <clears throat> oh, anyway, <laughs> then then you're gonna go out here and you're gonna start trolling Lindsay about him getting released. You know what I'm saying? But he he about that action, like we said, he was ready to pull up on you. You know what I'm saying? Sent you the ticket, the park pass, everything like that. But see, I noticed this too. You sent him the the four apology. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Samsung Order. notes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This, oh, no, the, the that, statement was, to that, him. Was, that was I notes. Right, right. You said the statement to him, but I didn't hear you say no apology to MSK, who you had the fans chanting booze and all this other stuff and stuff about the, uh, what's his name's father who passed away. Yeah. You, you, you infected the fans like that, but you don't got no energy for them either. Okay, that's one. Now let's get to let's get to Miss Mrs. Mrs. Huber, the the the, the suffering widow. Okay, let, let, me, let me let me let me illuminate this. Number one, I don't have no issue with this woman. I understand she's grieving. She's been through some stuff. I get it. That was your husband. You don't want no one speaking ill on him. But number one, you clearly have an issue with this man. I don't want. I, there's no other two two pieces about it because. You're not going to tell me that after you said it, after you address it the first time, you say, okay, there's no reason to spell his name wrong. Okay, I would have left it alone. But then somebody else commented on it. You took it a step further and started listing off things that Miro did because he he said Brody's name wrong. He spelled Brody's name wrong. Yeah, you start listing off the things that Miro did that justifies it as if to say, oh, he gets a pass to do it. 
but not but not Kalisto for some reason. First of all, Kalisto worked in the same locker room as Miro, which coincidentally was the same locker room as Brody, which they were in for several years. He was in AEW, like you said, for a couple months. And again, like you said, if you want to spin out this notion that Kalisto was clout chasing, what has AEW been living off of for a majority of the last year? One might argue, and this is kind of, this might be a little bit you know controversial, but I don't give a damn. That's what I'm about. One might argue that they have been growing their popularity off the back of this man's death for the past year. I'm just gonna throw that out there. So let's not, let's not pretend like someone else who legitimately was a constituent of his, literally was a coworker of his, who knew him about as long or maybe longer than the, the dude you're trying to defend. Let's not pretend like he's clout chasing because he's showing respect and reaching out to your lost loved one. Let's not sit up and pretend like he's clout chasing for doing that just because you want to get you know all uppity about it at the end of the day. If you have an issue with a man, address it, take it off the discourse, stop feeding into that because it's toxic enough. DM him, hit him up on site. Like all this extra stuff that you want to do just to put on the show, you clout chasing at this point. That's 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 bad. That's bad. You the company has been just sitting up here, just uh, like you said, drawing off of everything that he did, putting this 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 faction on TV that's not hitting no more. That I'm sick and tired of. It's it like, never hit. It never hit. Don't don't direct that. Ask me and Malik. Did it hit? It don't. From the jump, did it hit? It don't. Dark Order. Yes. We was there. Did it hit? When we first when we first seen we traded. Who are you? Yeah, but, but it's like, but, but that's my thing. It's like, don't direct that energy at someone who is trying to do something good. It's like that was that was nothing wrong about that. It's like, listen, you, you want to quip about the the, 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 the the way you spell the name, whatever. But don't don't do all that shit. Don't do it. That that's petty and that's cowardice. I don't fuck with that. So yeah, I'm not gonna like drag her about it like too far, but listen, you're being petty. It's not cute, and I'm not having mercy about it. Simple. Hey, KK Chris Jericho. You ain't qualified to give motherfucking rules on the fucking game, you fucking bozo. I'm not even getting Jericho because he does it on purpose. He he does that to get a rise out of people. So I expected that from him. Yeah. But I'll chime in on the Izzy dad thing real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Well, honestly, both of them. Um, yeah, I, I like I said, I've been trying to keep up with as much as I possibly can with everything. But um, yeah, now I hear she's training and she's wrestling and all that stuff, and I hear how bad that is for. Her. You hear me? Yeah, I'm good. No, I was saying re clocked oh. out. Yeah, oh. no, that, that, I, I had nah. the hard hat on because it was rain heavy today, so <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Nah. Um, how bad that is for for you know bodies and stuff like that. It's kind of reminding me of like some of the AAU parents I've seen, where they mm-hmm. have pushed their kids so hard to the point where. By the time their kids are able to reach that next level, their body is so worn out and beat up that they would never make it to that next level. You know what I mean? Like, she's already going to have troubles because of who she was as a child. Like, child stars growing into adult stars is not very easy. Not even saying that she's a star. She's just somebody we've seen all these years. And now you're in the mix with the wrestlers and bullying the wrestlers and all that shit. Like, come on, bro. Yes. I have one more point to that because this is actually sure. relative to what we were just talking about with Brody Lee. They're doing the same thing with his child 
He's on this on AEW all the fucking time. And it's like, has he gotten an opportunity to properly grieve in the last year? I would say no. Nope. Um, no. I mean, that's gonna have an effect on him long term. Coming from a person who's lost his parent at a really early age, um, sudden suddenly too, it's like, you know, the first few years you probably really don't even, you know, realize, you know what I'm saying? And so I think as the years go on, um, hopefully they're not forcing him to do stuff, stuff you know what I mean? Hopefully it's yeah. like, hey, I want to be on TV today. Can I go? Like, hopefully it's that type of thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, like, you know, hopefully he gets to grieve. I mean, if he genuinely wants to be out there, then hey, let the kid be out there. Put a shirt on his ass, though. Yeah, Thank put you. a shirt on him. Um, but yeah, don't don't get to beat these kids' bodies up. Let them be kids, let them enjoy stuff. Um, the thing with the Kalisto shit, like, yeah, they went way overboard with that. Like, if it's someone he's honoring your husband, so many wrestlers have honored your husband over the past year. You know what I mean? That shows you how good of a man Brody was because everybody has been talking about him nonstop, even though he wasn't even the the as big as he possibly could have been. You know what I'm saying? But everybody loved that man. It shows how stand-up guy he was. And for all this stuff over somebody spelling a name wrong is bullshit, bro. Like it's really bullshit. It's petty. Man, you don't you didn't have to say that. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, Jericho didn't have to say nothing. Like it, that's not in character. That's not, you know, being healed. Like when we met Jericho and he was like, ah, like to everybody, like. Yeah, that was understandable because he was a hill at the time. You're not even a hill right now. Like, you don't got to say this. Like, you could have hit him up, like, yo, bro, you, you know, you spelled his name wrong because I know the trolls. Gonna, we, Twitter don't let you know anyway. Twitter yeah. don't let you know. You know what I'm saying? So, you didn't have to say that shit. So, or you could have um, just not said nothing at all and just understood. Just keep it yeah. off the discourse. Just keep yeah, it off. Like, hmm. people ain't got to see it, man. You know, like, like as time has grown just this year, like so many, there's so many new wrestling platforms out there that blow so many stories out of proportion and like make it bigger than what it really is. And it's yeah, it, it's getting ridiculous. And like, like I said, I've literally unfollowed probably every wrestling media outlet that I have besides us. Um, but yeah, I don't, yeah, because I'm, I'm just tired of seeing it. everybody have their own bullshit i'm sorry i might go on a little rant right here but everybody got their own bullshit narratives because they're picking sides of these companies and everything like i said we really care about the wrestlers at the end of the day as much as the wrestlers might pick a side or say some shit about a company or do some shit they happiest two companies you know what i'm saying they happiest two major companies because once you piss me now, now they have leverage at the end of the day now that brings leverage to a wrestler because hey cool piss me off over here i'm going over here they piss me off over here i'm going over here like you have leverage now as a wrestler. At the end of the day, motherfucker, we're trying to move this sport of wrestling. You know who's a huge wrestling fan and a person who I've been working with for the past two weeks? The head content director of the NBA G League is oh, a really? huge fan of wrestling. And we, we got to get him on here. Yeah, I've been with Mark for the past two weeks and we've talked about wrestling constantly. And he was telling me about the many people he met and the stuff he's done. And you know what I'm saying? And how the way having both companies is pretty good. Like, yeah, New Japan is out there. Yes, Impact is there, but they don't have that. Well, New Japan is, is up there, but it doesn't have the American audience like WWE or AEW has. Uh, Impact, it's, Impact is cool. Impact is a thing for wrestling fans where it's just like, oh, shit, it's a Thursday. And you're like, oh, Impact, let me go check this out. You know what I'm saying? GCW so, climbing up there, too. Yeah, GCW. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy about that. Like, you know, like, 
it's really about pushing the sport. And then when you see all these people trying to be quote unquote journalists that are just fucking up the sport and hashtag you so terrible. You niggas, like you niggas kill me, bro. Like I hate yeah. seeing this. I hate seeing these fabricated ass stories, these blown out of proportion stories. Because at the end of the day, these wrestlers all fuck with each other. They cool. You got to rock your comfy. You ask me, what's the best wrestling podcast in the world? It's Young Kings Wrestling. Nobody's going to fuck with us. Honestly, that's just in my opinion. Your opinion might be something different. I'm just saying, we, we the best. Like You supposed to feel that way. But at the end of the day, it's not a me personally. I don't want no tearing down shit. Honestly, I hope somebody come with a third company and make it a major company so we can have three of these motherfuckers we can see and even more stuff and more leverage for these guys to go and do things. Because at the end of the day, I hate when uh, SmackDown has to get pushed over because they have what baseball on in the World Series. And I get it, it's big. But, nigga, I want wrestling to be as big as the rest of these shits where it's like, nigga, we pushing this over to yeah. watch you niggas hit a fucking baseball. You know what I'm saying? World like, Series born this year, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to see that shit. And the more the wrestling community fight against each other, the more we're going to continue to look like as old-ass weirdos who watch men ro- roll around in their underwear. That's said. He said it. Uh, that was my second rant. Damn. Them damn, damn journalists. Yeah. Oh, you niggas are Fuck terrible. Them. Like, no wonder y'all y'all don't get accepted into the regular world. Trust me, they talk about y'all. I've heard a few. I'm not gonna say no names, but I heard a few. It's a reason why you haven't been accepted, nigga. Go ahead. My bad. Observe that. Uh full gear <laughs> is this Saturday, uh, November 13th in Minneapolis. Now, the last notable wrestling event that took place on November 13th in Minneapolis was a uh, a Raw and SmackDown Super Show in 2005, uh, and that was a tribute to Eddie Guerrero. It was the day Eddie Guerrero died. So I know how AW rocks. Please keep the Eddie Guerrero references to a minimum. Yeah. Please. You know they no, won't. They won't, his, but please. His, his widow's in there with them, so you, you know they won't. But but please, though. <laughs> just, just, just stop. I, I don't want... Motherfuckers in every match doing a frog splash and doing the three amigos, just just just, just not do it. Let's yeah, get Santana and Ortiz. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Let them do the tribute and then like because that's 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 it don't make it special. It, like, I mean, all right, I'm not gonna police who can do a tribute, but just like chill. Y'all gotta go overboard. And remember what they did with, with Shad Gaspar and they put the damn RIP Shad Gaspar over a fucking beach. Yeah. Like don't be don't 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 take no motherfucking still image of a of a of a bathroom yeah. and put RIP Eddie Guerrero. Don't do that shit. Like, Please, don't do nothing yeah. like that. Uh anyway, let's 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 get into these predictions real quick. Uh first on my docket. Uh, Christian Cage and the Jurassic Express taking on the Super Click, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks in a false count anywhere match. Who y'all got? Oh, gotta be uh-huh. Adam Cole and his bitches. Yeah, because uh, that's what they are. Nobody cares about anyone else in the elite but Adam Cole. I'm about sick of that narrative, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I, I like Jurassic Express. They I, I warmed up a lot to them since I first started watching. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, this is the Adam Cole show. 
Adam Cole and his bitches. What about you, Mr. What, 24? What's the match? What's the match? Uh, Christian Cage, Jurassic Cage. Express versus the Elite Super Click. Whatever they go by. Since I'm on here, I don't know when like the next time we'll be on here. Hopefully next week. Might not have nothing to do next week, so hopefully. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm tired of this fucking click shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know me. I'm a I'm a young bucks guy. I've been a young bucks guy for maybe what seven, eight years now. You know what I'm saying? I, I fuck with them. I fuck with the whole bullet club. You know, that's my my my, my shit. But once again, I've been saying this for how, how long has the company been around now? Almost, what, two years? Three years. Three, three years, years in January, yep. I, I've been saying this for three years now. You guys don't have to be together. Break the fuck up. Like, I'm I, I'm sorry. Like, you once again, you guys know I love these guys. But I'm so tired of these niggas being together. It's, like, ridiculous. Who winning, though? Spread the fuck out. Um, Adam Cole, yeah. Yeah, I, I got them winning too. Um, but Jungle Boy don't even need to be in this match. Like you could have him in something else, man. Like, but it, indeed, what is going on? Like he don't need to be in this. Like I understand Luchasaurus, he's getting lost in the shuffle. Sorry, you know what I'm saying Christian. You know you Christian, cool. Nigga, let Jungle Boy do some other shit, man. I agree. Like, I agree. I would rather see the Jungle Boy versus Adam Cole match. Then if that's the case, those are five. That I mean, they 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 wrestled like about a month or two ago, and it was good. So they they could have built something up for them to have another match. But like I'm just I'm tired of seeing this super. Yeah, but for some reason they they don't like doing rematches because they got to take it to the fucking extreme. Because WWE like to do rematches a lot, so they got to just go in a whole other direction and not do them at all, which makes no sense. So anyway, I'm taking up too much time. Uh, next match. CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. And uh, anybody catch that promo on Rampage? Man. Yeah, I've seen the YouTube. I got to rewatch it. I caught the tail end of it. I, I did not watch it yet, but... And, and if I'm wrong, somebody can let me know on Twitter, but I'll probably already watch it by that time. Uh, I feel like from what I'm gathering... CM Punk got interrupted by Eddie Kingston like a week ago, and for some reason this nigga just took that personal like he was Michael Jordan. Uh, what, what happened was, because um, I, I seen the show, um, CM Punk after Eddie Kingston lost to Brian Danielson, um, CM Punk was doing the backstage, you hear Eddie Kingston coming in, blah, 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 they get into it, yada, yada, yada. Um, then last week they were talking, like, which is fucking corny. Um, CM Punk wanted an apology and was like, nigga, what? Like, no, this is Eddie Kingston and CM Punk. Like, let them come out here and fucking shoot on each other. Like, what, what are we doing? No, no apology, nigga. Let's, let's get down. You're supposed to fight. Yeah. What's... In, 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 did, did Eddie Kingston John Moxley fought at full gear last year, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. And uh, match. yeah, the whole basis of that feud was this man was like a sellout and he was mad. So pretty much Eddie Kingston just mad at somebody at this pay-per-view again for just the most obnoxious reason. Uh, yeah, basically. Anyway, who y'all got winning this? Team Paul. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Kingston never wins anything. So yeah, I, this man literally this, wins nothing, but he gets in all these championship tournaments all the time. Yeah, the, the way the way I, I when it first kicked off, I'm thinking like, okay, maybe they might. 
swerved us a little bit, but nah, I don't, I don't, I don't trust, I don't trust Kingston in crunch time. So I gotta go with Punk. No, honestly, I want to see Kingston like battling for it for the TNT title. I like Kingston. Might as well. Um, yeah. But I want to see him in that picture. Yeah, this thing was getting pumped up. Sorry. Is and it's it's really. It was forced because everybody talked about they want to see a promo battle between the two, so they had to force a promo battle and force them into a match to make it make sense. So that's that's, just, that's what you do when you book on rushed. cocaine. Yeah, when you book on cocaine, everything is just <laughs> man taking the wrong kind of. Bumps. It was like one Still week, like, one week, and they have a match at full gear like that. Right. But yeah, we all got pumped. Uh, next match: Darby Allen versus MJF. I don't give a fuck. MJF better win this match, though, because just like Eddie Kingston, MJF don't ever win shit that matters. Give him the win. He needs him more than Darby Allen does. Darby Allen will be fine with the loss. Yeah. Exact same thought. You I don't watch Darby Allen matches. I, I, don't, I don't give a fuck about Darby Allen, period. Same. But I do care about the fact that MJF is supposed to be, I, I said this for months, he's supposed to be the the guy, the top heel in your company. That that's what the that's what the pet project is here, and he has not been booked that way outside of his promos. He had, like outside of his promos because we know he does that. You haven't properly booked him that way with matches. That needs to change. And if yeah. he loses Darby Allen, I lost all hope. So yeah, and, and, and that's why I fucking hate these bookers because it's like. Every company, well, not every company. I've seen stuff in WWE too, where the guys are—they're so good with little to nothing that it's like, why aren't we pushing him? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. At anything, I feel like MJF should be the TNT champion right now. Even though I love Sammy Guevara, MJF should be holding that title, giving it relevance until he gets a chance to. For that, for the world championship, like, yeah, I love Darby Allen, but I'm tired of you. I'm tired of Sting. Yeah, like, I'm tired of all that shit. We all on board for MJF is, is what we saying. Yes, sir. Cool. Uh, next up, uh, for the AEW Tag Team Championships, we running this one back from a few weeks ago. Lucha Brothers versus FTR. Uh, I'm calling it. This is my match of the night right here. Off rip, yes, sir. Uh, give me Lucha Bros retaining. Yep. Yep. Yes, yes sir. It'll be a good match, though. It's going to be an amazing match. This is my match of the night, off rip. So anybody yeah. else can step up and, and challenge that? Be my guest. Uh, next right. up, this, this, this is going to be my break match right here. Uh, Inner Circle versus the uh, Man of the Year and American Top Team, Junior Dos Santos, Andre Arvlowski, and Dan Lambert. In a Minneapolis street fight. Just for the sake of the segment, who we got when Inner Circle? I guess. Man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next. I just, uh, I just <laughs> no, no, next. No, 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 no. Next. We're moving on. Next. <laughs> Brian Davidson versus Miro at a uh, Eliminator Tournament final. Winner gets a shot at the AW World Champion. I want Merrill to win, but my brain, my heart says Brian Danielson. I honestly have no idea who would win that. Like, yeah, it's good for Brian Danielson to win because, oh, you would tweak me. Um, but, you know, 
I don't know. I don't care. This is, this is going to be a good match. This is one of those matches where I just don't care. I just want to see it. Blur wins. It's cool with me. I'm going to go with Miro. Mainly because of what needs to happen, what better happen in the main event. So I'm rocking with Miro yes. off, that, off that alone. But no, I'll, I'll get there. Uh, it better happen. <laughs> I'll get there in a second. Uh, next up for the AEW Women's Championship, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Tay Conti. The doctor retaining, there's really no sense in her. I know she's not gonna win. She's not gonna lose the championship for a while because why else would they make another women's championship? Why else would they have another women's championship? There's no other reason. And if she's gonna hold it for a very long time, and she's not gonna lose. So instead of instead of having the Deanna Perazzo effect and her just mowing through the entire division and making the whole division look weak, they just made another championship to focus on, which is kind of smart. I mean, yeah, it makes no it's, sense, it's, but it's smart. I, I I should be more excited about this match, like. But the fact is, yeah, yeah, take Conti off doing a bunch of bullshit with the dark order didn't make no sense, and then he just spun the block and just threw her in this title match, like oh, yeah. booking on cocaine. Like, <laughs> like take Conti, take is another one that was supposed to be, you know, in that mix, and y'all haven't been capitalizing on it. So now it's like this is it's probably gonna be a good ass match too. But it's like. I don't have that investment that I should have it. And I know I, I, I know Brett's going to win. Like, I, I'm not even going to question that. Because the only person that's going to take the belt off her, we done said it already, it's going to be Thunder Rosa when the time comes. Hopefully, if they, if they smart. Uh, yeah. yeah, we all on the dock. And uh, in the main event, Kenny Omega defends AEW World Championship against uh, Hangman Page. This match should have took place two months ago. Uh, I'm not going to fault them for that. Maybe they shouldn't have started building up to it two months ago. But that's what happens when you book on cocaine. But who we got winning? Let's Needs to be Hangman. Thank you. Needs to be Hangman. I'm <laughs> fucking fire. If it, and I'm getting scared, too, because the, 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 the booking towards it seems a little lukewarm for how long this rivalry really been going on. But I'm going to tell you right now, if Hangman loses... I'm writing. Y'all, y'all don't have to. I'll do it for, for everybody. If Hangman don't win, I'm writing. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to start this episode off right on ranting, and I'm going to end it ranting. That's just how it's going to go. There's going to be some, some good Bash at the Beach 2000 energy that I feel is going to come out of this show with this match. And it's, it's going to be interesting to see it play out on Twitter is all I'm going to say. But listen, it's going to be some motherfucking furniture moving energy. If I don't see what I want to see that evening, that's what I, all. What, what I would really like seeing is, is I wish they had like a, you know, they thought about instead of Miro, have MJF replace Moxley in the tournament, have MJF win the tournament, have MJF challenge Hangman at the end of this show and beat him for the championship. I know they just did something similar uh, at, at Impact's last pay-per-view, but why not? That's how I would have did it. But I bet I, I I'm gonna go with my gut feeling, and if I was putting money on the line, I would choose Kenny Omega. I'm gonna choose Kenny Omega. No. Uh, right now, I'm thinking. I'm. I'm I, I feel like Brian Danielson winning his match. Kenny Omega's gonna win his match. 
Yes, I forgot. I think I want to rematch this. Fuck. Stop. <laughs> Don't say that, TC. Shut up. Yeah, listen, what I'm saying, man, you putting bad energy <laughs> out here. Yeah. You, you, I, 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 I keep telling y'all this. You think I'm joking? This nigga just likes to see me angry, so he puts this bad <laughs> energy out here. You know what I'm saying? To, to, to make sure that I come out here the next time out and I'm angry. Like he's what I like to see you angry. Clearly, Goldberg. <laughs> Oh, I bet. Uh, that's full gear. And uh, I'm just going to move on. Uh, our latest edition of Court Justin. I'm going to just read off some tweets I found uh, interesting, funny. Nothing egregious this week. I already read off the egregious tweets. But uh, this is it's slightly egregious. It's kind of like, what the fuck you talking about? Uh, Matt Cardona. First off, I'm going to honorably put Matt Cardona on the throne. For this tweet alone, uh, Matt Cardona, our internet champion, says at ringside news underscore is the absolute shit. We, we was just talking about them niggas. So uh, a bunch of fat or really skinny Mark virgins who post nothing but BS. To that, somebody <laughs> replied, although I agree with you, people should stop calling fans Marks. It's a derogatory term referring to fans during the carnival days. It really just piggyback off of an Alcatelsa tweet from like five years ago, but that's neither here nor there. What really got me with this tweet is Matt Cardona's response is simply, you're a mark two. <laughs> Shout out to Matt Cardona, y'all. Also, uh, I got Nyla Rose on here as well, because Nyla Rose sent out a tweet it is simply said, hey, y'all think spiders fart? What? What? It, it was so goofy <laughs> to me that I had to put it on you. I was like, that's the most random question. Uh, yeah, but that's the most random thought, though. Yeah. What the hell and, type of drugs are y'all taking? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm looking exclusively white. I'm looking at the timestamp here. It says, uh, 9 49 p.m my time which would be like after midnight about quarter to one her time i definitely know there were some libations involved uh prior to her sending that out so yeah yeah y'all taking some some real interesting you know substances over at almost exclusively white incorporated and big shout out to ron hunt from uh shane taylor promotions he says, uh, he replies, because uh, he, he felt seen, apparently. He said, uh, I've heard them. One did it on my ear when I was sleeping, woke me up out of my dream. Probably would have left that in the draft, sir. you just revealing the spiders farting in your face. Those sports of wrestling gets. Yeah, so uh, farting spiders. Yeah. I we always gonna be getting pushed back it's always gonna be a saturday night show fs1 and all that shit this is this is the representation we have to the rest of the world Um, we're fucking doomed like i'm sorry damn apparently they do so monday night raw let's let's get on with this quick i'm gonna just run through a few things i enjoyed about monday night raw uh first off we, we was just talking about you niggas uh, did y'all have the 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 the, the stopwatches out for for Becky and Bianca? 
Did you? Nah, I didn't. Because that, 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 that's for sure about 30 minutes long. Yeah, yeah, of course. It was good, too. I, I, just, I just made sure I just made sure I took note of it. That's all. Because yeah, that, uh, that, was, that was a point I made a while back. That uh, Monopoly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, uh, I, I'm not going to hold y'all. I'm kind of kind of coming around on Austin Theory a little bit, man. Uh, investigation still pending, but <laughs> it's still pending because I, I have not put any effort into doing it yet. It's been the months. <laughs> I'm just laughing at the irony of that statement. Investigation is still pending. Right? <laughs> my, my investigation is still pending. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm just... <laughs> My bad. My but bad. I, I'm I'm, in, I'm intrigued by by the character though. It's 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 like a mix of little Randy Orton, a little Tyler Breeze, a little somebody yeah. else. I can't put my finger on it. It's, it's a good mix, and I, I take a look at Austin Theory, and you know what? I think we might, you know, we all might have to accept he, he's gonna he's gonna be a big part of of WWE television in the next he's, few. He's doing the goofy version of the Legend Killer again. Yeah, basically. pretty much. It's fun. It's interesting. Uh, Damian Priest and T-Bar put on a motherfucking spectacle out there. I media man slapping me. Yeah, it, it was going crazy. It was going crazy. Run it back again. This will be the third time. I, on, on I, I thought I thought this was Priest turning heel, but I, I guess we're not doing that. No, nah, he's just schizophrenic. That's all that yeah, can we just give Dijak his name back and just like you know, get yeah, back I, I just I don't was. know why he's still T-Bar at this point. Yeah, because like none of y'all are still together no more. So this this doesn't make any sense. This is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, and also don't fucking trust Kevin Owens. Biggie no better. Biggie oh, remembers God. what happened in Lincoln when he wasn't there. That was, that, was, that, was, that was in that was in Lincoln, Nebraska. I remember it was yeah. <laughs> I remember to this day. It only it was two years ago, but it was to this day. Biggie wasn't there. He was hurt. This man took. Biggie's place in the new day for one night and then turned on his boys. He ain't forget. He laid his ass out. He had to let him know. I'm just saying, if y'all gonna pull that trigger, please do it. Cause this this whole face Kevin Owens has never done it for me. And it especially nah. ain't doing it for me now. Especially he's been he's, he's been a face for like two years now. Like Yeah. It's not, it's not working. And that yeah. man just looked miserable every time he come out. So please. Get some life back in my guy yeah. and pull that truth. Get, give Re- him a microphone. No script. He'll let him go. And, and, and he on your list too? Yeah, he's I'm on my list. Yeah. Honestly, my, my, my little theory right now is like, it kind of reminds me of Braun Strowman. Like, you know, he won the world championship before they released him and everything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And like, I've noticed that for a few guys where it's like they, they put him back in the mix and then boom, they gone. So. I feel like this is his last little push. Um, depending if he wants to leave, I, I, it's, it's really up to him at this point. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't care where he goes. I just love Kevin Owens, man. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. Y'all heard it here first. What do we think about Raw? It, it's better. Is 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 never as bad as people like to pretend it is. Yeah, it's like. I think the draft helped because a lot of, you know, the talent that, that was really thriving on SmackDown is on Raw now. So I guess maybe yeah. they're kind of taking what they see and, you know, trying to implement. Literally the whole Survivor Series team was just on SmackDown. Exactly. So it's like that, that that's going to help. Uh, as far as I'm concerned right now, the show that has Roman Reigns and the Bloodline is the best show. So yes, that's mm-hmm. not going to change. But 
Raw is getting it's it's not unwatchable like it was a couple months ago. I'll say that. Yeah, and, and it, now that she's oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. With with me, it's really hit or miss. Like sometimes the show be like, damn, this is amazing. Then sometimes it's just like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking edit some videos and play my video game and just have it as background noise. You know what I mean? Like it, it's really, really hit or miss. But go ahead, TC. I got something to add about Roman Reigns after you finish. Uh, yeah, I, he brought up Roman Reigns. I'm just going to transition it into Roman Reigns uh, as part of my notes. Roman Reigns is back and SmackDown was interesting again. How about that? <laughs> uh, we had a uh, Jiminy Uso losing to King Xavier. We don't do King Woods around here. It's King Xavier. Uh, but apparently, and I had to I had to break it out of retirement. Apparently, he is nobody's bitch. Again, uh, he said, I ain't bowing to the knee of, of this king. He said, fuck that. And uh, yeah, Big E versus Roman at Survivor Series is personal as fuck now. And it should be good. Like, you, you don't do that to my friends, bro. That's about the only program that they're going to have built for Survivor Series that's worth yeah. caring about at this point. <laughs> and Roman really the only thing on the show worth caring about. Like I said, so, exactly. Yeah. Uh, also, I would like to say this is probably a hot take, but Sonya Deville is the best heel in wrestling right now. No, nobody's doing it like her right now. Like right now, right now. We talking heels? No, don't look at me like that. Because like, yeah, we just, we just talked about Roman. Hot. Sure. But we love Roman. Everybody love Roman. The crowds love Roman. But Sonya come out there and it's, it's appropriate heat. Nobody's getting heat like her. Therefore, she the best heel in wrestling. That's how that works. It's Karen. Oh, Karen Deville. What what is there to have heat about Karen? Let, let me let me let me just ask you this. Is well well that, but is there anything that she's, she's doing right. right now that is shocking to you? Like when she first came in, did did you really think that what she's doing now would be so far off? From, from where she was because it, it ain't shocking to me it's really not I, it's, it's not shocking to me simply because she is a white woman in authority and that is what they do but that still doesn't negate my point like perfect example when she turned heel on Mandy the undertones was there the foundation was there for this so I saw it so none of this is shocking to me so off of that basis I can't give her best healing recipe I can't do it. I can. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know why this says Andrade. In my notes, I was thinking of Andrade. And now I have no idea who I was talking about in my notes. But I feel yeah, like somebody. No, uh, we're talking about SmackDown. This is about oh. my SmackDown notes. But oh. uh, somebody is getting some respect, I feel like. And I don't remember who it was. Uh, I'm trying to remember my brain is being rattled. I feel like somebody is finally getting some respect, but I can't remember because for some reason I wrote Andrade in my notes. So give me a moment and I will I will carry on. Uh, Cesaro keeps himself a tag team partner at all times. Like at all times. He always has a partner on deck. Uh, Ricochet was popping his shit off and I was like, okay, okay, Rico. Uh, and we getting Rico versus Ali on primetime television, so I can't be mad at that. Finally, like, that's that's gonna happen. They gonna steal the show. They are gonna steal the show. And and, and, and I'm, I'm glad I'm glad they didn't continue going down the road. I thought they were going last week when he was you know 
cutting that promo talking about y'all hate me because my name is Mustafa Ali. Y- you know that that gave me the vibe of uh, what's his name? That, yeah, there we go. I, I got real scared that they was going down that road. It don't look like we going there, so let, let, let's keep it there and let's not ever even attempt to go down that road ever again because it's just not going to work, especially not in 2021. Like it, that, it, It's worse, so much worse now than it would have been it was in 05. Learn from your mistakes is all I'm saying. Somebody got to because I, I, they, they got a bad habit of not. He's too good. He's too good a character to, to to waste on shit like that too. No, he's really good, and I'm I'm still trying to look and see what the hell I was talking about when I typed my notes. So still bear <laughs> with me. Uh, keep the conversation respect. going. He said somebody got respect. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to I'm trying to think too. Because Andrade had the match with Cody this week, so and that was fun. Like that, that was good. That's what that it was. It was. And thank God he lost too, because I, I wasn't I wasn't gonna be a happy I was gonna that was gonna be a whole nother rant if, if Andrade lost to Cody. I'm I'm not gonna hold you. I know it was rain heavy, but that would have had at least a minute and a half worth because can I'm, I see not, un- Andrade and gonna... pack a million more times? Oh yeah. I'm sorry, I, I just that, love that match. That that, that second one was weird. that second one was slapping. Yeah. 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 I mean I love Vince. Love everybody. And he don't, yeah, he don't while, get enough while matches. He, while he's still looking up his notes, I had another thing. I, I, I don't know who it was. I have no idea who I was talking about. I can't even oh, find okay. it now. So, yeah. <laughs> Somebody getting respect, though. Whoever Somebody. it is. That's all I have in my notes today, man. <laughs> Somebody. That's no, our show. Well, anyway. Yeah, that's a show. My show. Our show. Love show. Um, yeah. The third promotion. You know who I want to make a third promotion? And I know it might not ever happen. I feel like y'all think I know where I'm going with this. Hunter. I think he could be the only person to make a third show that can be up there. Even though, like, yes, his best business interest, like, never leave because that's your wife's company. Like, you know what I'm saying? Your family shit. But Nigga, with all these releases and the years that me personally, I feel like this, the wrestlers that have came in there the past 10 years might have been some of the best wrestlers, period, like wrestlers. You know what I'm saying? That they've had in a long time. And so many of them has came and gone and some that that are still there not been used properly. All that shit he built. So my personal opinion, nigga, you and your boys, you know, the Sean, you know what I'm saying? You and Sean Rocky, you and Sean, Road Dog, whoever, take Billy Gunn and, you know what I'm saying, get him out of AEW, you know what I mean? I know he might like it, but get his ass out. And y'all go start y'all company, nigga. DX, like y'all, y'all, y'all the reason why most of this shit happened in wrestling. Let's keep it a stack, you know what I'm saying? So I think that could be the there, third There's a reason for a lot of bad stuff in wrestling. So I ain't going to hold Yeah, the click, yeah, a lot of bad stuff, but shit, they, they gave us a lot of good moments, too. And uh, Dante Martin is probably one of my favorite wrestlers at this time. I don't know what they need oh, to yeah. do with him, but, but keep keep this nigga on TV. That Please. Like, special. That yeah, he nice. Keep this nigga on TV. Don't let him slip out the cracks. Please. Like, and you know what? If, if I know you're hesitant to push black people out there. You can push him. He he lied enough for it. Yeah. Like he, you can push him and, and be respectable. 
Well, Leo, they got Leo Rush too. Like, man, use these guys. Too. Yeah, you know what they really need? They got to, him too. My personal, my personal opinion, what they really need is like an X division, something like that. No, I think I've said the whole roster is an X division, but they need <laughs> that, like a real move. Like this nigga Dante Martin does some shit that is just amazing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I wouldn't want to see Pack or somebody in that because yes, Pack has already went through that phase with the cruiserweights and all that shit. That nigga is a main inventor type shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the guys like him that are up on the up and coming, put them in that shit, bro. Give them a little title because they're going to steal the show every night. You know what I'm saying? Just like the exhibition did for me. Should have did that instead of another women's championship, but exactly. exactly. The host title. Yeah, the host title. Yeah. Uh, that's what y'all calling it, the hose title. No, that, that's literally what the logo looked like. The logo, the TBS logo looks like the word hose. <laughs> yeah, it does. I didn't, I didn't see it at first. It was like I didn't an either. angle I had to look at it. I was like, oh, that's crazy. Because they've had that logo for a long time now. And I watched Family Guy and shit here and there on TBS. Never paid attention to it until somebody pointed it out. Damn, so, man, yeah, I the hose championship. I just looked at it. It doesn't look as like hose. Yeah. Young Kings Wrestling yep. Podcast. I'm TC Fontaine, Mr. Ravishing Reek Rude, Mr. 24-7, Malik yeah. Ricks. Yes, sir. Somebody plug their socials. Do you read? Ahead, oh, okay. I was, I was going to say, go, go ahead, because we ain't, we ain't going to see you for a while. Right. <laughs> uh, y'all can find me at Recapping24 on Instagram or Twitter. Also, go check out the Havoc Hour where I'm talking sports, TV, movies, etc. on all streaming platforms where you find Young Kings Wrestling. And also, you can find the video versions on YouTube. Uh, got a bunch of content up. Did some movie reviews, uh, Halloween, Candyman, did a little sports. I'm going to do, do another one because we got a lot to talk about. My guy Malik is going through it right now with his Vegas team. We got to talk about it. Yeah, I wanted and- to text you too. I meant to text you. <laughs> Like this shit keeps getting worse and worse, bro. Oh man, bro. Uh, it's getting they should just crazy. They, they, we should just cancel our season. Like at this point, cancel that shit, bro. Yeah. Okay. It's getting wild. Cancel that here. shit, bro. It took two years, man. I, I thought it was gonna be longer than it. We, we, we can talk about that off air. Anyway, <laughs> uh Malik.lv on Instagram, Malik SYP on Twitter. I'm really not on Twitter, but you know, Instagram. Um Follow Ball Dogs. Follow Year of the Dogs. I have my own version now. I am a. I have another company that I'm running right now that they gave me. So follow Year of the Dogs, um, um, and and follow the NBA G League. They they have showed me a lot of love. I've did the reason why I've been going for two weeks or even longer has been because I'm working with them leagues. So love them. Shout out to y'all everybody. Here. Thank y'all. I've been saying this the past like five years. I, I'm trying to get that media credential at the summer league. I'm tired of, of working my regular job at the summer league. So give me, I need that credentials. I'm, I might, I might have to start getting back on my start, NBA. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to know know a few people. So let's see how this works out. Yeah, man. Uh, follow your boy on Instagram. On the Instagram, I don't post on tc.fontaine. But I got a new Instagram. I do post on though. Yeah. Found the youth photography, FOI photo 702. Uh, I might change the name, uh, the at name at some point. I just couldn't figure one out because the ones I wanted were taken. Unfortunately. Man. 
you know how that works. So you got to figure something else out. I just feel like right now it's a little wordy, but I'll, I'll figure it out. But right now, FOI Photo 702. Uh, follow Young Kings Wrestling everywhere at YK Wrestling, except on Instagram. They some hoes, and we don't got our old page no more. And we had to get a new page, and we couldn't use the same ad name. So we had to put an underscore at the end of it. YK Wrestling underscore on Instagram. Might have some photos coming uh, there tomorrow, depending on how this editing job goes this evening for me. Man, I got to get, I, I get back up to Versus. You got shows next two weekends, yo. Next two weekends? Next Sunday and uh, Saturday after that. Okay. That might work. Shout out to Bruce, I, just, man. I, I reminded that. myself of something I need to do that I was supposed to do last week, and I ain't do it. So I'm actually going to do that right now. Uh, <laughs> tell y'all when we get off the air. But that's, that's been us, man. And uh, I just want to close out with some words of encouragement. Uh, it's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry, we devour, put in the work, put in the hours and take what's ours. Dwayne Johnson. We out of here. Go Buckeyes. Oh. I don't know about all that. <laughs> oh.